welcome to another episode of Christian Rookie. And today I have a special guest. I am joined by GC. Um, GC is a man of God whose passion lies in connecting people. He connects people through um, the love of cars. He loves cars and he just connects people, Christians, believers, with other believers. If you, uh, He's also part of like the Kumaran where they run together and he also connects Kumaran people through crew. his love of Kumaran crew, to be I stand corrected, yes. So um, he also loves running and that's also how he connects people. So GC, how are you doing? Thank you so much for joining me. <laughs> I'm great. I'm great, man. Just uh, really feeling humbled yeah. to be here and uh, to be able to share out of life <laughs> and experience and yeah. uh, just some insights and yeah, one of the things that you've Thank you for that great intro. One of the things you've, you've already noted in, in uh, who I am is I love connecting. And a big part of uh, how we connect is conversation. And yeah. I'm grateful for this. And I'm, I'm hoping that, um, hey, man, if there's one thing that somebody can pick up out of this that will be helpful for their journey, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, and as we, as we just converse and just, just talk about some topical matters. Yes, because these conversations need to be had, and we are all for it. Just that most of my listeners are actually guys. Uh, most of my Whoa. listeners are guys, yeah, right? right? And I thought it would have been ladies, but um, when I was checking the stats, <laughs> it's guys. So I'm sure the guys are very happy to have a guy come through and, you know, just share a guy's perspective on um, the conversation that we've been having on relationships. And the yeah, first thing that yeah. I wanted us to talk about was um, because we tend to look forward to being in a relationship, finding bay, and all of that. And we also for- we then end up forgetting that we also have to work on ourselves before we can mm-hmm. meet that person that God brings us. And I wanted to just ask you, how should we, how should singleness look like? What are we supposed to do while we're single instead of just like sitting and just waiting for God to bring bay and just like do nothing? Because all you're looking forward to is finding Bay. What is our singleness supposed to look like? Yeah, so that's quite an interesting one. Um, I think, first of all, I need to just uh, put a little disclaimer in saying many of the thoughts that I'll share are not my own. <laughs> and, and, and I'll start by acknowledging one from your episode one, uh, Shay, that you had on here. I really enjoyed listening to that uh, yeah. episode. One of the things she spoke about, and I think it's pretty important as we start in focusing on what singleness should look like, I think what singleness is, and before maybe we even talk about what it is, maybe let's talk about what it's not. Yeah. Um, and, and that it's not a place to be endured. It's not a station. It's not an in-between mm. as we can sometimes treat it. Um, it's, not a, it's not an illness. It's not... It's not ICU when yeah. you hope you'll eventually leave. Um, it's also not school where you you can't wait to get to matric and get out of school and wearing uniform. It's it's also to use another analogy. It's 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 yeah. It's not, it's not a place to endure. Yeah. Um, it's in fact a place of wholeness and and I think if we can start with that, then I think it helps us in framing it. Um, and and also that we're not trying to 
leave, you know how there's TGI, I was thinking about today, you know how there's TGIF? Yeah, yeah. But there's no TGIM. So <laughs> everyone's looking to leave in work, to be yeah. walking out of work. And we need to be careful about these, some of these things that are in popular culture. Um, and I'm, I also, by the way, hashtag TGIF or Friday or Hello Weekend. Well, of course. But, but, but we've got to be careful because a lot of these things frame our thinking uh, without us even realizing. Yeah. Um, so everything around us is created for the couple, the dinner, the getaway holiday, the weekend away, uh, wedding. Ooh. Everything. Oh, wedding. You go to a wedding. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So, so maybe for a little bit of context to our, our listeners, is I have been single, dating, engaged, married mm. and now single again and and so one of the things that personally if i'm thoroughly honest in a transparent moment i really struggle with is wedding invitations because it is totally awkward in that 30 45 one hour 30 minutes between yeah. the ceremony and the reception uh because everyone's with their they their partner there and so everything around us is is, is sort of designed for couples. And so if we're not careful, we can end up living a life trying to escape singleness. Yeah. And there's something also that I wanted to just uh, touch on a little bit that you spoke about is waiting and doing nothing. And that can happen. We can be so preoccupied with what will become the rest of our lives that when we get there, we don't know what to do because mm -hmm. we spent our lives waiting for it to happen. And and <laughs> I think the guys that are listening to this will probably relate to this. One of the things that I personally think about when I think about what I look for when I think about a person who could be a potential partner, I'm looking. For, I'm not looking for someone who's waiting to be found. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. what are you bringing? Yeah. No. In fact, I need to struggle to get your attention because you are so, so busy. busy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, living out your life because you are not created. Oh, new slash. You are not created to be married. They're going to ruin you. <laughs> They're going to no, eat no, your life. Because, that. The, because then that would suggest that unless I'm married, I cannot fulfill my mandate or yeah. my purpose. Mm. That is severely flawed. And we've got to be careful with that because otherwise then we start thinking that my purpose is only complete when I meet someone else. Sure. No, new slash. Your purpose pre-existed before your decision to whether whether to get married or not. And I think, again, we've got to look at this. If we're going to look at this from a Christianity perspective, and I get this all the time. I'm in many rooms where nine times out of ten we end up speaking about discussions amongst young adult Christians. Mm. And often it's contrasting uh, Christian dating and non-Christian dating. You know what we find in churches? People just date the same way they did before they came, before they were Christians, yeah. because they never quite changed their perspective on life. <laughs> oh man, there's so much to talk about. I don't know if we'll get it in, everything in, but yes, 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 yes. Something that I think is important: singleness is, in fact, my season to find God and find myself. Mm. If you have the Christian belief. Here's what we know. Jesus says this in the book of Matthew. If you try and find yourself, you will never. Yeah. 
But if you find me, you'll find both me and yourself. My life only makes sense through the lens of the Bible, which is our creator, constitution, user manual for my life. If I don't use that, I create a flawed idea of what I think I am based on experiences, what people tell me, what I like, my senses, what feels good. It feels good. Just do it. Yeah, except I didn't create myself. Yeah. Some, someone more intelligent than me created me. So if I'm going to find my purpose, my, my gifting, where I make the most impact, I've got to do that in God. And there is no better place to do that than when I'm single. By the way, can I just say this? When you get married, that doesn't end. In mm -hmm. fact, what happens is it's brought into the spotlight. Yeah. Especially for us guys. Let me speak to, to, to the men here for a minute. As the leaders in the home and in our marriages, <laughs> our wives, the Bible speaks about the wife being a helper. Yeah. Much like the Holy Spirit is a helper. But it speaks about the wife being a helper. And so the question is, what is she coming to help me do? Yeah. If I'm not doing so anything we, also. I, I, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, if I haven't spent my life seeking God and finding my purpose and finding my mm. gifting and finding impact and actually resourcing it and growing in that area, what am I looking forward to? Because the moment we get married, and this is where we get frustrate, frustrated wives, because wives come ready to work. They're ready to like, okay, let's, let's go. go. Where are we buying yeah. a house? Which house are we buying? Where are we moving to? Mm. And where are kids going to go? And you're like, huh? Like, yeah. you're just bringing pressure to me. Yeah, because I never grew up. I'm the same 18-year-old guy that just turned 35, yeah. but I've never changed in my thinking. Yeah. I still think like an 18-year-old. All, all I'm thinking about is pleasure mm. and no purpose. Sure. And so, sorry, I've taken a long loop, but, but here's the point is singleness, there is no better time. And I'm going to quote some scripture now a little bit. And this scripture, single people don't like to hear it. I actually was speaking to a friend this past weekend who said to me, I traumatized her when I shared the scripture. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Which one is it? <laughs> in, 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 in the book of First Corinthians chapter 7, the Apostle Paul is writing about singleness. And he says this, please, my paraphrase. He says mm. this, if I had it my way, you'd all be single. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he explains why. Because obviously no one wants to hear that because of no one is single nowadays. But he explains why, and he says this. He says, because when you're single, and I'm paraphrasing out of the message translation, which I paraphrase, which I think puts it so beautifully, in saying, when you are single, you can focus on simply pleasing the master. Mm. When you get married, however, you then get involved in all the bulk and nuts of marriage. In other yeah. words, there are all kinds of little details that come with the package of pay. No, pay doesn't come with just pay and, <laughs> and change of relationship status and life posts, goals and <laughs> yeah. sunsets. That's only five 
maybe less, 3 2% of your lifetime with Bay. The rest of the time, Bay comes with all kinds of other things that will involve you. Now, if you weren't doing that already when you were single, you won't do it when you're married. Of course. And so what I do now, uh, this is a thought by um, Pastor Craig Grishel, which I love a lot. He says this, when do you prepare for marriage? Today, not tomorrow. Yeah. Because what I do today will impact who I am when I'm married tomorrow. That is so, so true. I find that a lot of us want to not be single, but a lot of us don't realize that not being single means you'll be married. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least if you're Christian, right? And then mm-hmm. it's, it's permanent to one person for the rest of your life. And so instead of uh, making our decisions driven by passion, we start making our decisions driven by purpose. And that changes everything because it changes what dating is, what dating looks like, yeah. why I date, how long it's going to be, and why, how I find a dating partner, and what... Ma- so, 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 so it's got to start there uh, in saying, how do I understand God? How do I understand my purpose? How do I understand what not being single is? And so... Marriage is a whole different thing, but I think many of us don't prepare for marriage. We find ourselves thrown in the deep end with marriage because we didn't want to be single. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So now, do you think that, do you think that then, um, fine, you find your purpose and, you know, you're spending all the time with God and God is showing you your purpose. Um, in, does God connect you? I don't want to say connect you, but does does your life partner, is your life partner someone whose purpose kind of matches yours or makes sense with your passion? Because I'd assume that we, the whole point is for us to come together and our passions just, you know, kind of become one and then we just push this thing together. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, so I, I need to be careful here because um, I don't know what you people think. Listening here that are married, what I'm talking about is theory right now. Because yeah. I'm single trying to find my way too. <laughs> but uh, with humility, I would say this that number one, I don't think that there's a one size fits all. Yeah. Uh, in the sense that if I have a certain purpose, then, then my partner would have the same or are passionate necessarily about the same thing. Mm. I do think that there needs to be an overlap. Okay. Um, in terms of ultimate purpose. And so I think, first of all, uh, we've got to make this assumption that if you're Christian, that then you are looking to partner with somebody that is Christian too. And so, so number one, we have the same why, <laughs> which, is, which is God through Jesus Christ. And we have a mandate, a joint mandate, a corporate mandate that's given to all Christians. Yeah. And so I think that, that already uh, uh, points us in a similar direction. But the how, I think, will be very different yeah. based on your experiences, where you come from, background, what part of the world, passions, um, uh, giftings, um, uh, hobbies even, will, will shape that. And so... I, I'm not too concerned about the how. I think for me, 
as again, Pastor Craig Groeschel would say, if the why is sorted, and Simon Sinek also says this, you always want to go back to the why, because the why sorts out, sorts out the what. You could say in the sense of dating who, yeah. and ultimately the how. I think too many times in dating, I've, I've found people in Christian circles that are so worried about the how that they've missed why we do it. So, so I, I think for me, it's pretty important that we start there, the why points us in the same direction. But then I think it's pretty important what the what is. I find that for most young adults, we are so unintentional that we're drifting that for most people, if you stop them and ask them and say, hey, hey, I know this is not an exhaustive answer. I know it's not a point. You don't arrive necessarily at yeah. purpose. Like, I'm off arrive. So <laughs> I don't think you do. But I, I do think that it becomes clearer and clearer as you pursue it and as you resource it. And I found that most people, if you ask them that question, it's a question mark. Yeah. Yet those same people are looking to meet somebody. Now, here's my question. How are they deciding on who they're meeting? Hmm. I mean, most of us are just going on, don't be unequally yoked. We're just looking for a Christian man. He's Christian. Yay. He ticks the box. Let's go. You know, I think um, that would be the why for most people. It's, you know, it's the a verse good that says, why. Yeah. But is it enough? Yeah, is, go it ahead. The only, is it the well, only thing well, that we should so, be going on? What else should we be going on? So that's the thing I was about to say, that I think it's a good why, but I think it's incomplete because mm-hmm. I think God didn't just create us as Christians. It's good to be driven by that as your foundation, but there's so much more to you. God created you in layers with a soul, with a heart, with emotions, with dreams, with the ability to dream. That's how we are different from all other animals, is that we have the ability to dream and imagine and create mm. and, and innovate and, and make things happen. And, and the world we live in today is, is proof of that. But if, if all I'm thinking about is Christian, well, what else? Do I do for the rest of my life with that person? Yeah. Um, I, I think for me, absolutely, I think for me, let me just take a detour here for a moment. Mm. For, for, for those people that are Jesus freaks, and I am in some sense too, but, but I found that in Christian circles, <laughs> we have Christians that are amazing at being Christians and suck at being anything else. <laughs> yeah. And so you meet this somebody who's amazing at worshiping and reading the word and praying, and that's great, except that's only a part of your life. Yeah. You, you haven't developed any passions. You haven't developed even hobbies. What else do you do? <laughs> <laughs> what do because you I'm do? not going to leave my life in church with you. Yeah. So, 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 so this is what I'm saying, that I think it's a great why that it's only the foundation. We don't leave in foundations. Mm. Foundations hold the houses. And in fact, um, if I can quote Dr. Miles Monroe in this, is that one of the things about the strength of a good foundation is that a foundation doesn't speak. Yeah. It just holds up the house. Hey, that's good. I think that when we are good enough Christians, we don't have to go around telling people we're Christians. We'll just see by how we do things. 
hey, man, like, you, you seem to be really honest. Like, you, you, seem to, you seem to really care about our clients. You seem to really care about all our family, even the person who's, like, such a problem in our family. You seem to care about our employees. You seem to care even about our boss, who, who, is, who is, seems to be inhumane. You seem yeah. to care about, yeah, because yeah. the foundation doesn't shout. And so the, the, the why of being Christians and following God is great, but I would argue that it's incomplete. And that, that's, the, 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 those are, that's what I need to populate in my life of singleness. Populate all those things, because when, when I meet you, I want to know, hey, great that you know God, but how has that affected how you relate with your family? How, how does it affect how you, you manage finances? Yeah. How, how, how does that impact how you dream and, 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 and how you manage your business and, 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 and how you deal with bad relationships? How do you deal with people that hurt you? Yeah, I, I I I want to know all of that. What are your hobbies, and how do you, how does your 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 view of Christianity, your world view, impact how you do it? What about politics? How do you, what about racism? What about gender-based violence? How do you interact with all these matters now that you're Christian? Because otherwise, I think what we risk doing is that we start, we become Sunday Christians that are irrelevant and useless in life. Oh, wow. Sure.